Chapter 31 of Fairy Stories My Children Love Best of All. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recorded by Major Toast. Fairy Stories My Children Love Best of All by Edgar Dubbs Scheimer. Chapter 31 Horses with Wings. There once lived in an old city of Greece a king who had a very lovely daughter. She was so beautiful that all who saw her fell in love with her. This was a great worry to her father, for he had been told that he would die on the day of his daughter's marriage. Many brave princes would have liked to win so fair a princess, but her father did everything he could to prevent it. He said that he would give her only to the man who could beat him in a chariot race, and that everyone who tried and failed should lose his life. Princes came riding from all parts of Greece, and there was not one of them who did not think that he was sure to win the princess. But the king had two wonderful horses given him by the sun god. They were so swift that even the winds could not keep up with them so that none of the princes ever had any chance of winning. The king gave each of them a good start, but before they could reach the end of the course, they heard close behind the thunder of his chariot wheels. One after another, the brave young men were killed by the king's spear, hurled at them as his chariot passed theirs. Now one fine day, there came to the court of the king a certain noble prince called Pelops, who had heard of the fame of the lovely princess. No sooner had he seen her than her beauty quite won his heart. So he went to her father and asked if he might have her as his wife. "'You are a very bold young man to ask such a thing,' replied the king. "'Do you not know that she is to be given only to him who can beat me in a chariot race?' "'Yes,' replied Pelops. "'I know all about that and I know that everyone who tries to do so and does not succeed is slain by your spear. Still, my love for the princess is so great that I am ready to risk everything in order to win her. Then you may go and prepare yourself for death, said the king, and there are no horses in the world that can beat the pair which draw my chariot. I will do my best to win the race, replied the young prince, and if you beat me— then I no longer wish to live. So he went off to find a team of horses swifter than that of the king. He saw many splendid steeds, but try as he might, he never came across any that seemed likely to win the race. On the evening before the race was to take place, Pelops went down to the seashore and prayed to the sea god to give him help. As he prayed, the waters became troubled, the waves rose and broke upon the shore. The sky became overcast, and lightning flashed through the black clouds. Then the sea god himself arose from the foaming waves, with the water dripping from his long beard. Pelops was so frightened at this sight that he fell upon his face on the ground. But the sea god cried, Do not be afraid, noble prince. I have taken pity on you and will help you. Arise and see what I am about to send you. So the prince rose to his feet, 
just in time to see the gods sinking into the sea, which at once became as calm as a mill pond. Soon the waters parted again, and from them rose two milk-white horses drawing a chariot of ivory. The horses had great wings, and their shape was so perfect that the like of them had never been seen on earth before. Pelops gave thanks to the sea-god for his wonderful present, and led off the beautiful horses to a secret place, so that no one should see them before the race. Next morning, everyone in the kingdom who could make the journey came to see the great race. What a stir there was when Pelops came up in his ivory chariot driving his beautiful winged horses. He was clad in a white dress with silver edging, and a belt of silver was round his waist. On his head was a bright silver helmet with a long plume that floated behind him in the breeze. No one had ever seen so handsome a prince, and there were many who said it would be a shame if he were killed. As soon as the king saw the horses, he knew that they were magic steeds, but he feared nothing, for his own team was the gift of the sun god, and he did not think it was possible for it to be beaten. So he gave the signal for the race to begin, telling Pelops that he would give him as good a start as he had granted to others. Off went the prince like the wind. The feet of his horses did not even touch the ground, and his chariot flew along so quickly that it was out of sight long before the king had made a start. But the horses of the sun god were even swifter than those of the sea god, and when Pelops had almost reached the end of the race, he heard behind him the thunder of the king's chariot wheels. He thought that his end had come, and every moment expected to feel the king's spear between his shoulders. In his despair, he prayed again to the sea god for help, and he did not pray in vain. The god caused one of the wheels of the royal chariot to fly off, so that the king was thrown out upon his head and killed on the spot. At this very moment Pelops reached the goal. He had won the race, and the beautiful princess was now to be his bride. His heart was filled with joy at this thought, and he turned his horse's heads and drove back to the king's city to claim his wife. In a very short time his steeds carried him back to the city, but just as he was about to enter the gates he saw flames and smoke rising above the roofs. "'Fire! Fire!' cried all the people. "'The royal palace is on fire, and the princess will be burned to death!' In a flash, Pelops took one of his winged horses from the chariot and mounted upon its back. The beautiful creature rose in the air like a great bird, and soon the prince found himself amid the smoke and sparks above the palace roof. There he saw the lovely princess standing upon the roof, wringing her hands in terror. "'Save me! Save me!' she cried when she saw the noble youth upon his horse. Pelops flew to her rescue and caught her up in his arms, just as the flames reached the spot where she was standing. The winged steed quickly bore them to safety on the ground, where all the people hailed Pelops as their king. Soon afterward he married the lovely princess, and together they reigned happily in the land for many years. End of chapter 31